You're listening to Childcare Sights and Sounds, presented by Danny Christine Inc., a podcast made for childcare providers by childcare providers. Hey everyone, welcome back to Childcare Sights and Sounds. I am Danny. I'm Gigi. Almost messed up my name there. <laughs> I was about to say I'm Gigi. <laughs> That's how you know I'm exhausted. Yeah. Oh my goodness. One of those days. For real. <laughs> For real. I have about, I can't even begin to estimate. Let me like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve windows open on my computer screen right now. And each of those windows has a good 30 tabs. And it is 7.50 p.m. I'm still working. <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot but it's rewarding in the end I'm sure you know what it better literally be rewarding we better be awarded this contract that's all I can say I know in the moment we're like ah but the end result hopefully cross our fingers will be beneficial yeah so what we're actually about to get into is um the possibility of us hopefully god willing be awarded a contract to open another program from a government well i guess you could consider it a government agency just to put it plain simply <laughs> what my experience with that over the last 48 hours um but before we get into that gg what did you eat for breakfast today oh yes i had a cup of coffee don't come for me because I, like I said, I'll be very honest, transparent. I had a chicken egg roll for breakfast, but the point is I had breakfast. Okay. Yeah. Usually I don't have anything but a cup of coffee. Um, and I had lunch. So it was a double day. It was double today. I usually don't get a chance to do that either. I had an egg roll and coffee for breakfast. I'm back to drinking my water. And for lunch today, I had a grilled chicken sandwich. Nice. I know. I'm getting there. I had nothing. Well, actually, I went to training, worked out, and then got in my car and ate three cookies for breakfast. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was stressed, and I'll explain why. But And I wasn't leaving my car until I solved my problem, and the only thing I had was cookies. Listen, the fact that you had three is great. Because I they were three. They were little ones. They were the famous Amos cookies. Okay, so you probably was within your the calorie intake because usually they're like either three or three to six cookies, I think, depending how small they are. So you actually, that's not bad. I don't know. I don't usually eat cookies for breakfast. I usually eat nothing. So I don't know which one is better. So, um, what did you do for yourself yesterday? I didn't do anything for myself yesterday. I didn't have breakfast yesterday. I didn't have lunch yesterday. I didn't take a minute to myself and a walk yesterday. Yesterday was just, it was Monday. You what know. about at home? You said in the last episode, you mentioned that you would eat breakfast every day and you would do something for yourself for at least an hour. Yeah, no, that didn't happen yesterday. Um, no. 
Well, that means after this, you got to take two hours for your. Well, you came, you came well, home no, today. Today, yeah, that's what I said. Today, I was able to go out for a walk and enjoy this ridiculous 70, 70 degree weather in the end of October in New York City, by the way. Um, so I went out for a walk, um, uh, got some stuff in the dollar store because everybody knows you don't need nothing but to go in a dollar store, you're gonna find little knickknacks. Um, and then, yeah, so I, I enjoyed the weather, walked around the block, and then I came back to the center. And I was actually was expecting to be there until 630 today. I was able to sneak out in a way that my admin support knows I was sneaking out, but just leave as soon as possible before something else arrived. Um, so yeah, I was able to get home at a decent time. Nice. So not bad. <laughs> Um, I have literally no updates for my weekly 30, 30, 30 pounds down journey because I forgot to weigh myself on Sunday and I was going, when I realized yesterday, like, Hey, you didn't weigh yourself this Sunday. And then I remembered a TikTok that I scrolled through this weekend. I don't know if you saw it. If I find it, I'll send it to you. I think you sent me something with today. Was that, was that what it was? No, that wasn't it. Okay. It was a TikTok of this woman basically explaining how she is giving minimal effort in her fitness journey. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes she forgets to weigh herself. Or no, not sometimes she forgets. Sometimes she purposely does not weigh herself if she knows that she didn't lose any weight. So that whenever she looks at her progress, even if she misses a weigh-in, it will always show down. <laughs> That's a great mind game. That <laughs> the goal is being accomplished. You got to look at the bigger story. <laughs> right. The goal is being accomplished and that's all that matters. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Honestly, even if I remembered to weigh myself, it probably would have said the same thing as the week before because the past seven days, I have not been on it like I have the past month. Um. But I had a good workout today. It was probably the best. My trainer was impressed. She kept being like, oh, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm doing it. Even though I haven't worked out since Wednesday. Um, but anyway, today was good. Uh, hopefully tomorrow is just as good. I have to get back on track with making time. As we get close to the middle of the week, I'm sure you'll be like, okay, nap out of it, Danny. Yeah. yeah, I think I snapped out of it this morning. It's just I'm still struggling with what to eat, when to eat, and like when really? to prioritize cooking it. Didn't you? I could be wrong. Didn't you used to have the meal preps and you just have to pick it up? That was a long time ago. Oh, wow. I want to do that again, but I, um, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I, like I can go to the workout, but the food part, like I'll eat anything. If it's already made and there, even if it's nasty, I'll eat it. But like actually getting up to cook the food after I'm already actually getting up to work out. Like it's I cannot, <laughs> I cannot. God forbid you want to feed yourself and cook it. God forbid. No, but I understand. I literally only cook for my for my for my daughter. Like I will make something for her that she'll like. I'll even make sure that it's enough just for her. And I will literally won't eat. I'll continue on my evening. And then 12 o'clock, I'll be like, okay, let me have a bowl of cereal. If I even get out. 
the bed. Sometimes I'll drink water to quiet my stomach. But it's okay. We will get it together. Yeah. Yeah. We have to. Um, but anyway, there was so many topics from... First of all, I haven't even edited last week's audio only podcast. Like they, they, so I real, I woke up this morning, realized it was Tuesday and I never edited or published last week's episode. So as soon as this one is done recording, I have to go back and publish that. Sorry if you're listening to this episode and realize like, you know, last week I posted late. This is the reason because I forgot to edit and post the last one. But in that last one, we talked about so many things that weren't even written down on my agenda to talk about that this time I have so many things listed and I know we're not going to get through all of them but it's fine it just means we have more and more talk about yes the next <laughs> next time that is fine yeah so today we begin where do we begin yeah do we with pick the scam <laughs> okay we can start from there <laughs> We almost got scammed, you guys, and I'm not even sure what the scam is. That's that's the it, worst part. Now, after we talked, in my head, I was like, what if it's not? Because you planted that seed, like, what if it's not a scam? And that person literally has no idea what they're talking about. But my gut is telling me a scam because once you asked a certain question, they're like, no, you're not getting this. No, you're not getting that. There's, there's, no, there's no possible way. It's a scam. It's a scam. Or even if it is a legitimate business, it's not an honest one. It's a yeah. lot. So yeah. I'll start to the organization you were speaking to. Right. I'll start from the beginning. Yeah. The please. beginning yeah. was less than 48 hours ago. Less than 48 hours ago on Sunday around 8.30 p.m., I received an email from an agency, quote unquote, I don't know if it's an agency or real business or company, I don't know, it's something. I got an email from someone at some company whose name I don't feel comfortable disclosing right now. If I find out that it's legitimately a scam or not real, I will absolutely expose this. Um, yeah. I want other people to be cautious. Yeah. But, if We're gonna you, make sure first. Yeah, let me make sure first. Let me. This is this is all alleged. <laughs> um. So, if you have experienced anything like this, please leave it in the comments below on the video version that's on YouTube.com/slash Annie Christine. Watch the video upload. Um. Or thank you for watching if you are. And if you, as business owner, have experienced anything similar or know what's going on please let me know. So Sunday night, today's Tuesday, Sunday night, I got an email from this quote unquote agency is what we'll call it moving forward, saying that I'll read it. <laughs> so I don't miss misspeak. They said, good day. Red flag number one. <laughs> what? I is that reflect the okay go ahead First of all, it's What's sunday night it's sunday night 8 46 p.m you make a list li listeners you make a list of all the red flags you notice from this whole interaction okay good day <laughs> blank agency whatever has a requirement for child care operation services and we're contacting you to request a quote 
The attached file includes more aspects of the requirement. Please, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out to me. P.S. Red flag number two. What is the what is a P.S. in an official government email? But anyway, P.S. This is an urgent requirement. Please provide us with a pricing at the end of tomorrow. Tomorrow was bolded. Thank you. That's red flag number three. Uh, now that I'm looking, sitting here looking back on all the, all, on the email itself, I'm thinking about all the things that I missed that are considered red flags because like I'm having, I'm, I'm not as like, urgently trying to figure all of this out so at first when I saw this email it was literally six o'clock in the morning yesterday on Monday six o'clock in the morning and I was uh, going through the file that was attached and in the attached file it looks it's labeled as a request for quotes um which I assumed was just another term for request for proposal or RFP, which is basically just application and application details that if you want to do business with a usually a government agency, um, you have to submit a proposal or make kind of like an application in order to do that. And an RFP is the application details and everything you need to do and submit and all of that. So I'm looking at this request for quote, the RFP thing. I'm like, why is this only seven pages? It's so short. There's so much information missing. Do you so want to much, insert typically what it would be after or in between? Yeah, I mean, it typically, uh, and the reason that I'm even like, was feeling like this is strange is because we have the, ex I have the experience of submitting proposals to New York City Department of Education, to our local school district for other grants and contracts. So, and those are usually pages and pages and pages, like usually at least 20 pages, 30 pages, 40 pages, sometimes more with attachments of a, it's super detailed. So this not detailed at all, very, very strange, left a lot of questions. So um, Monday morning, as soon as I read it, I, at first I thought it was weird. And then I was like, oh, this is great. It's an opportunity to open a childcare program that will be funded by this agency inside of a, um, Another a, company. a building that uh, needed childcare, basically. So and when she says morning, she literally means the crack of dawn, 6.30 a.m. morning, just so you know. Yeah. So as I saw that, I saw one of the requirements was reference letters. And with the reference letter requirement and the due date being tomorrow, I was like, oh, let me just immediately start asking for these references. So I text our directors, Gigi included, and I told them, please ask your families for references. Ask everybody that you think can get you a reference letter completed and signed by them today hey. to do it today. And thankfully, you guys came through. Um, I, spoiler alert that this, even though this, what happened, I feel is a scam, the opportunity still exists. There is still an opportunity for us to submit a proposal to an, a legitimate agency 
to get uh, to get a contract to open this program. And would, um, you say, would you say the scam is what kind of opened the door for this? Yeah, girl? I wouldn't have known about it. I yeah. would not have known about it. I I now know about it and I'll explain why. And now we can also know about future opportunities and I'll explain why. So I'm going through the, after going through the attached document from this scammer agency's email, I asked, I asked, I tried to call them as soon as, uh, as soon as business hours hit yesterday and their number, like it was my Verizon vo voice automated message saying uh, the number that you, you, you dialed incorrectly, something like that. It seemed disconnected. So I replied to her email and I said, you know, the phone number seems to be disconnected. Is there a different number I can reach you at? Or should I just reply to this email with questions? Because I have a few. And the person goes, my phone is working during the OCB hours. I don't know what that means. Maybe I, I took it as office hours. And then she said, I prefer that you send me an email with all the questions. This will allow us to provide more detailed answers. Please keep in mind that this is urgent. The proposal and pricing should be provided by the end of day next Wednesday. Red flag number four, because in the original email, she said that it's due tomorrow. Now, yep. how is it all of a sudden next Wednesday? You know? Yep. But anyway, so I, I actually brought that up. I said, that's no problem. Your initial email from yesterday says, please provide us with pricing at the end of tomorrow. So we already began working on the full proposal and should have it completed by the end of day today. Um, and then I listed seven questions, seven or eight questions. Um, very detailed questions that are important to the de determination of whether we would even want to move forward. She takes a, like the whole day pretty much and then replies with the answers, somewhat answers to my questions. One of which was when, if this is due tomorrow, like when is the contract date supposed to start? And she tells me November, 2022. It is currently October 25th. November 2022 is next week. <laughs> Literally. So that's red flag number five. Like, what do you mean next next month? So I said, I under I said, do just to confirm, you said November 2022, and I underlined the two. And then I put in parentheses next month. And she was like, she was like, yes, it is for November 2022, next month. Um, and one of my questions was also like, where do we send these documents once once the proposal is completed? Where do I send this to? Because um, that wasn't clear. And uh, she was like, once done, please send all required documents to this email and I will take care of the rest. Red flag number five or six. What do you mean by take care of the rest? Like what? Anyway. <laughs> I bet she will. So then I said, because um, I still at first wasn't, this morning when I woke up, I was just so consumed. I literally woke up at 5 a.m. to finish the proposal today so that I could beat whatever clearly fictional deadline this was. And um, uh, as I'm up, like I'm thinking of more questions as I'm finishing up the proposal. And one of the um, things that I asked was like, how um 
I think my question was how will, like, are we only so supposed to provide childcare for these agencies, uh, employees, um, children, or can we also open enrollment to the public for other community children? And I also asked if we could get a contract with our local subsidy agency um, for childcare assistance for families that can't afford it, like a whole bunch of just questions about how payments would work um, and how I'm supposed to give a quote if I'm not sure how payments are gonna work. So then uh, she kind of sort of answered that question with what seemed to be like a copy and paste situation. And the thing that really like, bugged me out was that she said you will only okay she said you will only serve children that are, are to be provided by the agency all fees will be provided by the agency so don't worry about this and then she said you will only be in contact with the agency name but no one else <laughs> so then I was like she's trying to hide something like what do you mean I'm not going to be in contact with anybody else and then she put only in bold and red letters so at that point I was like I'm gonna stop talking to this person and look things up myself this was when I was now at this time I'm in the car eating cookies <laughs> <laughs> and I um start I clicked on the website which I tried to do on Monday and it said that the website was under construction and so this morning I was like oh it's a, if it's a government agency website, it's no way it's going to be down for that long. Clicked on it again, same thing. Then I noticed that it the it said, what did it say, Gigi? Sorry for your oh yes, <laughs> sorry for your inconvenience. There, you know how like if you have a um a website that's under con under construction, like it's it's not public, it's down for whatever reason, it might have like a cute little apology note. Um, and I assume that they meant to say, sorry for your inconvenience. Yeah. The, this website is under construction. Instead it said, sorry for your inconvenience with a U. And here I go looking at the keyboard to see if that's a legitimate mistake to make, but nonetheless, <laughs> Someone in that big government agency should have caught that and quickly fixed it. Right. That was strange. Yeah. Once I saw that and saw that it was still there today, and once I got this concerning, strange email, I was like, it's time to speak to someone over the phone. I know she said she prefers an email, but I tried to call her. Her name is a very American name. I'll explain why I said that later. But her name is a very American name, uh, and um, it's a company that is based in a U.S. state. It's not in uh, it's not in New York, but I assumed I assumed that like the agency that is based in New York that needs the childcare program maybe contracted with this agency to help find eligible childcare operators. I assumed, um, I assumed wrong because when I couldn't reach this woman that I had been emailing and I tried to Google a different number for this quote unquote scam, allegedly scammer agency, when I tried to find a different phone number to reach them, I found like two or three numbers, including the number this person gave me in the email, called them all, 
multiple times over a course of an hour and nobody answered the phone. And that's when I was like, this, this isn't real. So then I took it upon myself because the one thing that made me feel like it was absolutely real is that I Googled the agency that is in need of a childcare operator. And I saw that they did have one that recently left earlier this year that was there for over 10 years and is no longer there as of earlier this year. So that makes me believe that they do need a, a, a program in there. And they had the floor plan of the program included in the attachment. So I was like, they must have gotten this information from somewhere. I don't know what they're, what they're doing with it, why they re this fake agency reached out to me. Like, I have no idea what's going on. So I just called the actual agency in need of childcare directly. And I asked them, I was like, I don't know if I'm even calling the right department or speaking to the right person, but I got this email. I explained the situation and the secretary that answered the phone confirmed that they are in need of a childcare operator, but she's not sure of like what I'm talking about. So she passed me along to the person that is the person in charge of purchasing for the agency. So that person immediately starts, you know, like, I think she thought that I was gener generally inquiring, as if, you know, I had no information at all. So she starts going in like on the information like, oh, you're late. This this proposal has been out since earlier this month. It's due on Friday. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to, the question period is over. You could have came and looked at this space. That's over. Blah 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 blah. So now I now I'm excited that it's actually real. Real. But then I was like, I still need like I need to know who to talk to or who to submit my proposal to. So I stopped her and I asked again so-and-so agency emailed me she was like I have no idea who that is <laughs> and I was like okay well they they're the ones that sent me a proposal she was like we list our proposals on and then she gave me the website name for New York State she was like we listed our proposal on that on this website where we list all proposals where you know and I now know that it seems as if all universities and, and colleges in the state and other government agencies list their uh, grant and contract opportunities on this website. So that's one blessing that came out of this. Now we have an account on that website and I can find different, uh, different opportunities there in the future. So she was like, no, I don't know who that is. I basically asked her some of the questions that I asked uh, this fake person in email. And I, one of which was, are we allowed to, they told me that we're not allowed to accept private families that come from the community. She was like, that's absolutely not true. Yes, you can. And I said, oh, okay. Um, and I, then I said to her, like, what do you think that this, these people are getting out of this situation, why would they be asking me to submit a proposal? Like, what do they get from it? Because if you're not aware as a listener or watcher of this podcast, usually with submitting proposals, you're not really giving I like personal information about, you're not giving your bank account, you're not giving your, you're not paying anything to submit a proposal. Like, it's not like, what do they get? 
So then I had to think of is like you said, they're going to use your proposal for, for them to get the grant. Right. So I started talking to my dad and to Gigi about it. And I was like, I think they might have been trying to steal my, like whatever hours I put into creating the proposal, they might've just been trying to steal that and pass it off as their own. Or, yeah, that's one theory. My other theory was maybe they're trying to, um, maybe they're trying to like pretend as if with, with the agency, pretend as if they're the ones operating the program, but actually, because they told me that payments will come from them and only them and we only talk to them. So think of it in terms of like real agency A and fake scammer agency B. So I'm thinking that fake scammer agency A was going to steal our proposal, pass it off as their own with their own company name, and then get the checks and payments from real agency A, never be present because they're not actually operating, and yeah. then it would have been like, pass along some but not all of those fees to us to keep us operating and that they would take a percentage or something that's that's also one thing that makes sense but that's a lot i feel like you would have caught on well before that point if, if i mean didn't. i guess i probably wouldn't if i listened and only communicated with mm. her. see being stubborn you know pays out you know somehow yeah. But you did your research and do and you wanted to make sure you read you listen to your gut. You listen to your intuition, your red flags. Good thing you've been down this road before, you've experienced in this. And I was telling Danny earlier, it's just gut wrenching for those who are new, who don't know, who is trying to get in this field and thinking this opportunity fell on their lap and knock on wood, um, that they don't the scammers don't get nothing of it. But just imagine if you didn't listen to yourself, you went all the way through to the point where maybe the organization that the daycare would have been in would have caught on and, and had to close this down or something. You just, you don't know, you know? Right. Especially because now that I have found the actual RFP, which is over 30 pages, 30 pages, <laughs> which is over 30 pages with a lot more detail, a lot more attachments and addendums and questions and answer documents. Like now that I have it, I see that it seems as if we're not going to be able to make a move, even in terms of just marketing or advertising the program, we won't be able to do so without the approval of that agency. Danny, what if, what if it's, what if it was like another person who runs a program and just didn't want to do the work and you, they would have just took your proposal, don't say nothing to you and just erase our company's name and put their name. That's what I said. I know, but not give you anything. Like, take your proposal and just disappear. That was my first theory, that they were trying to steal our... To no, but like a, somebody like not out of New York, like somebody within New York, but pretending to be out of New York. That would have to be a master plan grand scheme, because <laughs> especially because the company name this agency name the reason why i'm not 100% convinced that it's totally absolutely a scam is because the agency does exist 
does. If you Google it, they have, even though their website is strange and not professional, um, they do have a LinkedIn profile. They have a Facebook and that was opened years ago. They have, you know, recent posts. They have followers on LinkedIn and Facebook and employees listed, and they have reviews for their jobs within the company. And the email address, the sender email from the person that reached out to me, like it says at agencyname.com. So yeah. it, it does seem to be coming from their actual agency. I just don't think it's a, if they are a real agency of sorts, it's just a, a really crappy company. Like what, what kind of business practices are you guys doing that you're not providing full disclosure? Another theory I had when I was talking to my dad about it, I remember um, last year when we were trying to submit proposals for near for uh, pre-K for all it, for the DOE in New York City, um, we contracted with a grant writer to help us do the grant. So I was like, maybe they're maybe they are going to help us write the grant. Like maybe that's what they were intending to do, but and then take a percent because we paid that grant writer a lot of money. So maybe they were trying to get money in order to write the grant. But that doesn't make sense because they were asking me to submit the proposal and um, they didn't ask for any money yet. And I just I, I really think that it's the second uh, the second theory is right, because a few hours, a few hours after I got out the car and after I attempted to call them multiple times, the phone number of the woman in the email called me back. And I noticed that it was her number because of the area code. I I picked up the I rang. I picked up the phone. I said hello. I, like it I, before I said hello, it sounded like there was you know stuff going on in the background, like as if it was an office or there was like murmurs of people talking in the back. Um, I said hello. They waited a second or two and then hung up. I was like, that's strange. So when they called you and hung up, they called me back and hung up. So at first I was like, maybe they didn't recognize the number and just wanted to see if it was a person that they knew or wanted to talk to and then realized it wasn't that person and hung up. But then my my next theory comes. Did you call him back? <laughs> no, I left it alone because I'm like at this point now I'm trying to now I'm trying to get the actual proposal going with the actual real agent. <laughs> but 10 minutes later, they call me back again from the same number. And this, I did answer because I'm curious. I said, hello? And it's this woman that clearly has an accent, but is trying her best to speak slowly and pretend that she doesn't. Do you think it was the same woman? By the way, guys, Danny left this part out earlier. Do you think it was the same person? Left that what part you, out earlier? That you spoke? No, when, when Danny was saying was when you called me earlier in the day while I was at the office, we were talking oh. Yes. Do you think um, it was the same person? No, here's, here's, here's what I think. I think that the person that called me and hung up on me was probably at first I thought it was them trying to reach somebody else that maybe they confused my number and didn't feel like explaining anything and just hung up. 
But now I think that it's uh, it was a per like maybe multiple people are connected to this number, like how we have Grasshopper. And I think that this person, because if you look at the company, they operate or have contracts all around the world. So okay. I um, when I said hello, I think it was that person trying to figure out what language I speak and where I'm from. Okay. I think they heard me say hello and was like, oh, this is an American bitch. Hung up. <laughs> so, and then I think they went Or and they found... go to parent two to get their accent together, but go ahead. Exactly. And then I think they went and found a, a woman, because it had to be a woman because of the woman, American woman's name okay. in the email. Okay. I think that they found an American uh, and so the whoever sounds the closest to an American woman and had them call me. Okay. And when I tell you, she was like, hello, this is so-and-so. I'm calling you back. <laughs> You're doing syllables? Calling <laughs> you back. She was so like, it was very evident that and she, there were times where she would like let that her actual accent like slip in and then she would correct it and I'm just like this is crazy so I started to she I also didn't even question. know who she was calling back I want to ask some questions I just don't know if you should edit I it. think she was she was either Asian or Indian you're see this is why we're so that's, that's my suspicion allegedly I think this is my opinion. Remember the Instagram that I found, but you said it wasn't associated? He was it's not a so that's a random that's somebody's name. <laughs> that was not the company. I don't know what kind of name that is for Instagram, but okay. So I um I, now like I have an attitude with her because she's she's taking too long to speak and she's not making any sense. Like this whole thing doesn't make any sense. So she also didn't even know who she was calling back. She was just like, oh, I received a missed call from this number um, and basically asking me what I wanted. So I explained who I, you know, I said, this is, this is Danny. I'm calling from, I gave her my, uh, actually, I didn't even give her my, I said, this is Danny. We've been talking. <laughs> I said, we've been talking since yesterday through email. And uh, she was like, yes. And I said, okay, well. I'm sorry. I'm getting um, scary vibes. Oh, I'm, vibes. I'm trying to understand. Uh, I told you that I'm trying to understand why. Um, I, I t Actually, I wasn't even trying to have a conversation because, again, I was busy working on the proposal. So I, I told her I was trying to understand something, but I figured it out myself. Um, and then she started to explain something and I said, I just don't understand what you guys do or why we can only talk to you. I called the university myself and I called the agency myself and spoke to them and they said that I should submit my proposal to them, but you're saying to submit it to you. And then she went into this roundabout explanation about how they do this and this and this, and they they will they will prepare the the proposal and send it in. And um, that's that's what they do. And I said, but what do you get out of this? Like, and and you're not preparing the proposal. You're asking me to do it. And she, I was like, so you're going to submit the 
proposal and if we get approved, you guys are going to take a percentage off of our contract? And she was like, yes. And I said, okay, well, there we can literally do this ourselves. I can submit it myself. Why would we submit this to you? And then she goes, oh, I didn't know. She didn't know what? Exactly. I hung up the phone at that point. I was like, this doesn't make any damn sense. This makes no hey, sense. What? You're better than me. What don't you, you didn't know? How long have you been with the company? What is that to do? Because now, now since you don't know, I'm going to ask more questions and see how much I annoy you because you took so much of my time that you, I cannot get back. Yeah. So now, thankfully, like my biggest, my biggest concern and the reason that I um, am even like prioritizing even talking about this on the podcast, because this could be very boring for many listeners, but, and I should have put this disclaimer. It is not because you guys already know how. I should have put this disclaimer in the beginning that the reason why I'm even explaining this is because we want you guys to be aware of as much as possible, including the good, bad, and ugly, and the scams. Like, so many scams. We get scammed in this field, too. And unfortunately, some are not lucky, but it, it happens because they know there's a lot of funding out there that is possible for us and that we will go hard to get. Right. And I'm, I am just, I was so concerned this morning and for half the day, actually, that all the work that I put, my whole entire, I cleared my calendar yesterday. You guys know how big I am on my calendar. I moved all that stuff over to the next day so that I can work on this proposal. It makes sense now while you were sending emails and no links and stuff. It makes sense. Now I'm thinking back, like, she didn't do this. She didn't answer this. She didn't take my messages. It makes sense. <laughs> so I and I went to sleep late and I woke up at five o'clock this morning to finish it. Yeah. So I was pissed that I was thankful that I didn't give any information and that I didn't submit anything yesterday as I had planned to. I was going to submit the proposal yesterday. And I was a perfectionist, so I was waiting for all of the references to be in. So I didn't submit anything. So I'm glad that I didn't because had I done that, they could have very well stolen my information, took it for themselves, gave it to someone else. I don't know. Um, and that would have threw our chances in the, yeah, it would have, it would have been bad. So I thought I was wasting my time at first because I thought this wasn't even a real opportunity. And um, I don't know, but I'm glad to learn that it is very much real. We have. 72 hours, basically, a little under 72 hours to finish the proposal and submit it. And a shout out to Brandy on Instagram. Um, hold on, let me let me bring up, give her a proper shout out. Brandy Hall. Her name is Brandy Hall901. She's the owner of Great Expectations in Memphis. I connected with her yesterday when I thought that the scamming stuff was real. And I have to go back and tell her this story, or maybe if she cares to listen to listening. Her, I'll send it you to her. You should have her come on too. <laughs> maybe she can talk about she can talk about 
the, these types of experience, the real experiences. Um, yeah. But the reason I called her is because she has experience with uh, securing government contracts. She, I'm sure I can say this because she mentioned it um, during the, uh, during Latrice's childcare boss brunch in July okay. that she um, got contracted with, she got awarded a contract with the IRS um, to provide uh, childcare in one of their properties, one of their facilities. And um, when I saw this original scammer email and I saw that the due date was tomorrow, I was like, I need, I need guidance. I need some, this is not details. I need help. And maybe it's just that agency contracts like this are, um, maybe this is just how they do it. And I'm not aware because I'm used to dealing with like larger agencies like New York City and not like, you know, something like this. So I called her for advice and she stayed on the phone with me for half an hour and helped me um, understand certain things and gave me good ideas. Um, so I'm grateful for her for that because that now helps me with my actual proposal that I have to submit on Friday. Yes, um, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you to Brandy. Um, our director from our first location just sent me her pumpkins. <laughs> she's done it. Well, you know, I'm not even surprised if you guys, yeah, she, she's, a, she's also a perfectionist. Um, I'm not, I'm not even surprised. Isn't it Duke Why Friday? Are you guys painting the pumpkins instead of carving them? First of all, these are millennials and generation Z children that you were dealing with. Okay. First of all, to be fair though. It is safe. My, my location. Is it the teachers doing it or the staff that's doing it? I mean, did you, did you hear what I said? Jesus, I'm tired. Is it the teachers doing it or the staff doing it? Are the kids doing it? I didn't the, give like, directions. It's a competition, so I'm doing it. I think it's the teachers. Yeah, so honestly, it, it is easier. That's one. Two, it does take a lot to carve. And it's funny because I have um, last year's carving kit, pumpkin carving kit, which is a city collecting does. But I think it's actually more fun to paint it. Um, the staff, one staff at my center did carve out her pumpkin. I sent you a preview. Can you send me what she they did? I want to see. Yeah. It's not a competition sure. between center guys, but you know. I mean, it's going to be... No, it's between the classrooms. Oh, it should be between the classrooms. And we should do one final one. Like the grand winner of each center should do like a final three. That requires too much work for me. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know why you act like you wasn't going to designate it to me to do or to want to, you know, somebody else could do that. And I think it would be fun. The only thing that we would ask of you to do is create that cute little survey that you Yeah. Did. Too much work from me. We'll anyway. send out an email with pictures, but either way. So we're talking about the fact that our um in our programs right now, uh, with it being the last full week of October leading up to Halloween weekend, um, our T our one of our center directors encouraged us to have a pumpkin decorating contest amongst the teachers of every classroom at every center. So that that's being done and some teachers are done already. Gigi sent me 
I'll show yours first to the people because by the time this comes out, especially the video version, it'll be done. Well, well past. Look that's at this. That's just what, no, I still have more. And that's not even completed. Is yet. this supposed to be Sully from Monsters, Inc.? I if you're listening, so. if you're listening audio only, you gotta watch the video replay so that you can <laughs> I think so. I didn't ask for the theme, but because it's this is the it's yeah, got the, arms. Uh, it's got arms, it's green, and it's got an eye in the yeah, middle. And the teeth like Sully. Not is this Sully? Yeah, I think it's Sully. Are you sure his name was Sully? No, it was Mike was Mike Mike's. Oh, Sully is the big blue fluffy yes. one. Mike. <laughs> Yes, that's who you're talking about. My other toddler teacher is doing Blue's Clues. So I can't wait to see that one. Her pumpkin is literally blue right now. So I'm and really then this is the one that the director just I can't show you because you told me not to show them. Because I don't want you to go back and be like, oh. Like I don't die because I already my teachers already started. I can't even change. It. They can't change nothing. They literally started. I just want to see. Come on, I promise you. I pick it. I pick people. Why are you making me beg? This Johnny. is this is Gigi. Oh, One of Gigi's. Oh no, this is the director at for our first location. She sent this. Yes. To me. Oh my God, class. that is time and very detailed. Do you know how steady your hand gotta be? Yeah. Come on, don't, don't, you're not slick. Let me see what else they got. So far, That's it. Good. That's all she sent me. She just oh, sent so me three pictures think? of that same pumpkin. So what do you she, think? It's just from one, one teacher for now, I guess. She said, she specifically said, this teacher wanted me to show you the pumpkin she painted today. Okay. Between you and me and whoever else is listening and watching. Between the pumpkin that you just showed and that pumpkin. Exactly. This is why I didn't want to tell you because now you want me to be like, oh, your pumpkin is better. And you think your pumpkin is better. <laughs> if you're watching, if you're watching video, the video version of this, which pumpkin is better? Imagine you, we have a good 12 other pumpkins to go from the other classrooms. But out of those two, which pumpkin is better? The green one. Yeah, I, well, I was trying to get Danny to say she knows what I was trying to do, but no, it's all fun. And hopefully, um, and this is something that is part of our parent engagement. Our parents are voting, not not staff, right? Correct. Um, so yeah, I think it's cute. And then, um, if to make things easier for you, hi Georgie, to make things easier for you, if you want, you could take the top winning pumpkin from each oh, center and just put it up here. Sorry. <laughs> She's not gonna stop. Pick up your baby. Just pick him up. Oh up today again. Every episode. Just vomit day. What did you make last time he ate sticks? What did you what did I you gave like? him blueberries yesterday? So probably didn't he didn't blueberries are supposed to be good for dogs. If he probably exactly didn't but like he's it. never had them and I guess I just gave him too much. Yeah. Well, he was technically quiet for as long as he could be. It's the fact that he comes over as a human child and goes like this. All he's missing, all he has to say is not mommy up. Basically. Up. <laughs> so cute. Um, but yeah, I can't wait. Um, a lot of Halloween events coming up. Yeah, we're doing a trunk or treat. Do you want to talk about that? 
That's this Saturday at 11, right? A parent was like, a little kid to my sister, he was like, and it's, it's funny. It's yeah, I love my dads because our dads want to be in the loop, but don't want to be in the loop, if that makes sense. So it, one of my dads was like, what y'all got going on at 11 on Saturday? I was like, um, our trunk or treat, you mean? He was like, yeah, what, 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 what is that? And I'm just laughing because like he wants to know, but not want to know because he's trying to figure out if he wants to mention this event to his daughter. Little do they know we've been telling all our kids so they could tell their parents to show up on Saturday. Um, we need to start yeah. sending out. Huh? We need to start sending out printed flyers of stuff as well. Like we do everything digital pretty much and we send out newsletters and post it on social media and we send it through email and whatnot. But I think that maybe like also incorporating, take this to your mommy, you know, that will help with, Put it in the book when they check for homework or to pack snacks the next day. That's true. Some of them do need a visual. Because you as a mom, does Emily bring you things that... Yeah, and when I know something, I'm more quicker to grab and hold on to what is physically given to me as opposed to an email or a message that's like, okay, all right, that's happening this day. Okay, do you know what happens between the moment I read that email and the day before that event has to happen? I will literally post things in the fridge as a reminder. Like, I need to visually see them. Like, for example, I remember tomorrow's our perfect day because I visually have this one. But yeah, I agree. Um, and then honestly, just to be fair overall, over, overall, I'm sorry, not everybody quickly checks their email or on social media. So I think having a flyer will be great too. Yeah. yeah. A trunk or tree, I was explaining. Trunk or tree is basically how it sounds. You decorate your trunk with whatever theme, Halloween theme, um, the person would like. Um, and then we vote on it. You could also come in costume, pass out. Um, we pass out candy. Our parents are going to, well, if you physically show up, we're going to vote right then and there. And I'm not sure what we're giving away as a reward for the chunky tree i know last year was mostly our staff i don't even know what we're giving away for these pumpkins <laughs> they did ask me that and i i was like we're giving a prize away i can't specify what prize but we're giving a prize away i think what was it last year it was a gift card but i i wouldn't even do a gift card this year because it's our staff because because it's our staff I would say give the classroom who wins PTO time, extra PTO time. God bless you. Extra PTO time. Um, that's what we did for our staff. But this year is families as well. So I do think you have to incorporate a gift card or something else. Yeah, I'll do an Amazon gift card. That's literally what I said. So PTO for the pumpkins and Amazon gift card for the trunk or treat. Yes. And then we have a great turnout. You said 10? I was so surprised. I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you saw while you were talking. He was literally. I'm, I'm a mom. <laughs> like, I'm going to, as the cast is happening, we're going to keep talking, keep going on. I'm like, you have to. You have to. I literally saw a post on TikTok. I, I want to say mom was driving was a box. You guys might have seen it. A box of bananas in the back. And little girl just went to town, cover herself in bananas. But I mean, had to. There's no way bananas. Bananas. A bit. When I tell you a big box of bananas, probably from Costco or BJ's. 
she went in there and she gave herself a nice banana mask from head to toe. And, you know, I'm like, there's no way they didn't smell it to see it. Knowing them, they saw it, it was like, okay, I'm going to just continue driving to my destination. We're in the middle of chaos. You got to let it play it out. Like you're getting beat up by your dog right now. So you just got to let it play out. It is what it is. <laughs> help, send help. You're literally getting bullied by what a two-year-old dog look now he got the chocolate he's throwing <laughs> my shoe at me he's uh first of all you spent all day on the computer working he's probably like mom this is the time where we cuddle what are you doing honestly that's that's very that's true my kid is thinks she's sneaky she knows she's not supposed to have her ipad monday through thursday i hear the ipad but i'm gonna let her go <laughs> I'm gonna laugh her because I need to finish this. But I swear, as soon as you hear my footsteps, I bet you I won't hear the iPad anymore. Do you do you often oh my gosh, George? Did he get on the chair to see you? Yes. Look at him. <laughs> he does not care. Um, when, do you often like call her out on things like that? Or do you just, All the time. no, I ask her questions. I feel like, so what were we doing in here? Um, and then <laughs> she'll catch on and she'll literally tell me, mommy, do you want me to tell the truth? I said, yes, all the time. You won't get in trouble if you tell the truth. Okay, mom. Yeah, I was doing this. I was doing that. Like she wants, she gets, she panics because she knows she got caught but then also knows she's supposed to do the right thing. I have a staff member is calling me. I refuse to answer the phone. Who is it? I can't, no, I, I don't need any call outs right now. Well, Did they often call you at this time? To be very transparent, I tell my staff to call me any given time they want. Honestly, if you weren't on here, I probably would answer, but I'm trying to think at this time, it's either the call out or not something positive because they will wait till tomorrow. So it's either a call out or something that I don't probably want to hear right now. And I could probably wait till tomorrow. Boundaries are great. And then it's slowly turning into a morning meeting. What? Uh, I can't believe she was trying to fake it with that voice, but you know, you, you caught on. We, I we stopped talking about that a long time ago. We were talking about the pumpkins and the trunk or treat event for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> This, um, is why, this is why producers are needed. Podcasts have a whole crew of people behind them. Those high, those high, uh, high budget, good quality podcasts have like a director, producer, a time, like a timekeeper, an editor. All what we should do though is when we, you know, get the corporate office is have the camera, no computer in front of us. Because I've seen podcasts where people sit on the couch, comfy, have their couch. Oh, yes. I have those plans. Yes. No computer. Yes. So, so it could be great. I think that would be awesome. Then we won't have to edit as much unless people just walk in and, you know, but we'll see. But I think it'll, that would be even great. Yeah. It's definite. We're definitely going to do a, um, uh, a pot like a permanent podcast place permanent podcast place within the corporate office where it's already set up the wall is 
nicely decorated. We got nice seat, comfortable seating with the microphones. I have it all envisioned. Yes. That will just be the podcasting spot. The wall has to have the, the, the Danny Christine light, like everything. Oh my God. No, we got to get a, a another a bigger um, one of these. Oh, yes. Yeah, a bigger yes, uh, canvas. That perfect. That picture is perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. All right, guys. Clearly, <laughs> it's time for us to go to bed. Um, we will see you guys in the next episode. In the meantime, and in between time, please follow us on Instagram at Danny Christine Consulting and at gg.solutions. You can also find previous episodes of this podcast on uh, podcast streaming platforms like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can find video replays of each episode on youtube.com slash Danny Christine. Anything else you want to say, Gigi? No, but just so proud of us. We keep the ball rolling as we promised. I know. The ball is rolling so fast that I haven't even edited last episode yet still. Okay. <laughs> but that's good. That's good. I will see you guys. We will see you guys in the Bye. next one. Have yes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say bye. Okay, bye. Good night. Bye.